Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How's it going, everyone? I hope you're having a good day. Today, we got a pretty crazy story. Actually, two pretty crazy stories, but the first one is about a spoiled kid who ends up burning down his park. I know you'll enjoy it, so sit back, relax, subscribe to the channel if you're new, and let's just get right into it. So anyways, we're going to call the subscriber who submitted the story Bobby. We're going to call the next subscriber in the next story Hank because uh, we're, we're having a theme. If you guys can guess the theme in the comment section, then congrats to you. Anyways, right, so Every single year, you know, Bobby is 15. So for the last two years, I should say every single year, Bobby, you know, hosted a talent show in the park. It was, look, it was a very kind of like nonchalant, fun, have all the neighborhood kids come out with their talents with huge quotation marks around the talents because we already know what the talents are going to be. It's like, I can build Legos with the instructions or, I don't know, I can drink water while choking out a bit of a sentence at the same time like you know it's talents right and uh, the whole but it was fine it's cute bunch of little kids and the parents would come and there would be a prize given to the first place and the prize would just be something pretty dinky as well but it's look when you're 13 or 14 or 15 this is your world like this is all you know so you really just didn't care this this was important this was really important right so this was the third year of this going on, so it was pretty official, and there was a kid in the neighborhood who we're going to call the spoiled kid. And in every single one of my, look, spoiled kid is kind of a very a general term on this channel. It could be someone who flexes all their money that they didn't earn. It could be someone who's just generally very entitled. You could even have a spoiled kid who has no money, right? Or just, or not enough, or like not that much, right? But the thing is, he's just given everything he's wanted. It he's given everything he's ever wanted. Okay, I said that right. I'm always jumbling my words. But yes, in this this year, you know, the spoiled kid didn't participate last year. He was in the audience. His mom was like, you're coming to this. Like, I know you don't want to go, but you're coming to this. And he was like, God damn it, mom. God, God. Right. But eventually he did come. Um, I don't know why I made him Cartman for a second, but it works. It works. And, uh, you know, he came last year to the, <laughs> to the thing. Um, and uh, he realized that he wasn't winning because he wasn't participating. And he thought to himself, well, since I'm the greatest of all time, that I will win this because I, I deserve to, right? And uh, so it was kind of like his, look at that 3v1. Damn, look at you. Let, let's go, Connor. Some good gameplay for once. And, oh, I spoke too soon. Anyways, though, it was this year that the spoiled kid was like, I'm going to win this. I'm going to compete and I'm going to get first place. And I'm going to show all the kids that I am truly the best, right? So let's just jump ahead to the day before the talent show. 
so the day so there was kind of like a sign up sheet for like oh like the talent show whatever tell me like if you want to sign up and you didn't have to say what your talent was going to be however the day before it was almost like rehearsal and uh, so bobby basically you know his bobby and his parents run it right it wasn't just a 14 15 year old kid uh you know organizing a massive event with all these kids or whatever right it was it wasn't I- exactly that but uh, you know his his parents did a lot of the behind the scenes but anyways bobby and his parents were hosting like a pre-talent show uh come test out what you're doing to make sure that it works on the big stage right uh, to make sure that you know you can actually do it so if you're like I don't know, be like, oh, I'm really good at water skiing. And then you, you know, show up to the stage in the middle of the woods with your water skis. You know, you won't be confused on the day of the talent show and you'll know why you can't show off your water skiing because they're, you know, you're not in a boat in the middle of the ocean. But, uh, you know, the kids show up and they check in and the spoiled kid checks in. And Bobby is a little confused because the spoiled kid doesn't come with anything. So he's probably thinking, like, oh, he can just, like, I don't know, have a really good uh, Spongebob accent. Um, He can tie his shoes well. I I don't know, right? So, you know, he goes up and asks because, you know, Bobby checks the person in and then kind of, like, looks at what they're doing. And if he has any questions, he's like, oh, what are you doing? If it's not super obvious. And, uh, you know, Bobby goes up to the spoiled kid and is like, hey, what are you doing? And the spoiled kid's like, it's, like, a one-time thing. Like, once I do it, I can't do it again. So I'm not going to do it on the rehearsal. And Bobby was now pretty intrigued because a lot, that's not true. There's not a lot of uh, talents, right, that are, you do them once and then you can never do them again. Like, that's very, that's very specific, to say the least. So Bobby's, Bobby's intrigued. And he's like, oh, like, well, what is it? And the spoiled kid says, I'm, I, I'm not going to tell you. And Bobby's like, well, it'd be, I'd like to know it, you know. It's, I'm not going to tell anyone if you're worried about, like, word getting out if you want it to be a surprise. And then Bobby, or the spoiled kid's like, nope, it's, it's not, it's a surprise. I'm sorry. And Bobby was like, okay, whatever. Because Bobby didn't expect it to be something insane. Which it was, um, but we're getting to that. And so let's just jump to the day of the talent show. So you're in the woods, not super deep in the woods, but you're in the woods. There's this, like, wooden stage type thing that was created by Bobby and his parents and some of the neighborhood kids, and they take it down and put it up every single year. There's a bunch of folding chairs. You were encouraged if you had a chair to bring it, but they also got borrowed some folding chairs from, like, the school or some local something that had folding chairs, right? So, uh, you know, they had a whole setup. The parents came in. They were all, like, uh, you know, sitting there, one, and there's a whole line of kids with their stuff, right? Their talents, whatever. And sure enough, kids would wander up on stage one by one. So you'd see people that were, I don't know, they go up on stage and they would have, like, one of those, like, uh, dummies or whatever in their hands. They would be drinking a glass of water. They would be, you know, choking on the water and nothing would be coming out of the dummy's mouth. They would, like, cough up all the water and then they would ask for applause because this is a 14-year-old talent show. I don't know what you're expecting. So there was a lot of that. And the thing was, like, Bobby was like, okay, this person's going up. And Bobby was one of the judges. He had, like, three other older neighborhood kids. Um, Actually, no, no, no. It wasn't older. It was past winners. I think in the very beginning, what, because like this was submitted to me over on Instagram at Connor Pugs, submit it there if you want to submit your own stories. I think the first, like the first one or two um, competitions, um, that was like 
that was judged by older kids because this was kind of like just for like kids in like Bobby's age or whatever. So you'd have like 18, 19 year olds coming in and uh, they would be judging. But now it was like the last two winners and Bobby were like the three people writing down marks or whatever. So Bobby was like, you know, like, oh, that's a seven. Oh, that's a three. Oh, that's a that's a that's a light eight. That's really good or whatever. I don't know. And that's when it's coming around time for the spoil kid's turn. And uh, <laughs> the spoil kid has quite, quite the, uh, quite the talent. I don't even really know how it was a, considered a talent, but you'll see. So basically, right, the spoil kid starts to walk on stage, and he's holding in one hand. Uh, and by the way, disclaimer: do not do any of this. Do not try and replicate this. Do not do anything like this. This is ridiculous, probably illegal, and very insane. Please do not do this. I know I have a slightly younger audience that watches me, um, so I just got to make it extremely clear that this is not cool. This is not chill. No one will say, oh, I guess you're chill like that after you do what is about to be done. So this disclaimer out of the way. The spoiled kid walks on stage with a bunch of fireworks. Yeah. Fireworks. And, like, a lighter for the fireworks. So, obviously, you know, Bobby sees this, turns the other two contestants, and, like, kind of basically runs up to the stage, and he starts, like, waving his hands, and everyone in the audience is pretty confused, right? And he's like, like, dude, dude, you can't do fireworks on here. And the spoiled kid's like, what do you mean? Like, it's my talent. Of course I can do fireworks on here. And he goes to light it, and Bobby's like, no, 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 you can't. Like, we can't let you do that. Spoiled kid starts to get a little bit angry because he's like, well, this was my talent. How I don't have another talent to give. How am I supposed to win if this is like my, if this is it, like this is all I have. Like, how am I supposed to win if I don't have another talent to show? And, you know, at this point, Bobby's like, well, I'm sorry. Like, you can't do the fireworks. There's always next year, right? There's always next year, um, I guess. But you just can't do those. And at this point, like, everyone was looking at him because people are like, oh, what's this? why is this kid still on stage? Like, what's going on? And the spoiled kid starts to get, like, all nervous or whatever. He's like, no, no, dude, you don't understand. Like, I got I to gotta do this because I got to win. I, 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 I got to win this. And everyone was kind of confused. Like, why is he, like, so adamant on winning this? Like, that's kind of weird. And the spoiled kid's like, like, step back, bro. And, uh, you know, Bobby's like, what do you mean? He's like, just step away from the stage for a second. So Bobby does, because he's like, you know, this kid's probably, like, I'm just going to do what he says because, like, he probably means that for my safety. But Bobby didn't put two and two together. So basically, right, you know, Bobby steps back from the stage. The spoiled kid grabs the lighter and quickly ignites all the fireworks, right? And at this point, like, everyone in the audience starts, like, talking. You know that kind of, like, crowd murmur when something is going on? And then, like, everyone's, like, some of the people in the audience are, like, wait a minute, like, whoa, 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 whoa. And, like, some of the parents are, like, hey, he's got, like, a firework. Like, everyone get back. And people start, like, they don't, they, they don't sprint out of there. But, you know, like, a very, a very slow progressing into a faster and faster crowd dispersion. That's basically what went on here. So, yeah, the, the fireworks lit off. Instead of shooting towards the crowd, thankfully, that would have been terrible. I mean, this wasn't great either. They shot backwards, and then it, like, this wasn't a massive forest, but it was, like, a little brush. They, like, hit the trees, and they lit the trees on fire. Like, there was a massive fire going on behind them. At this point, 
you know, Bobby, the spoiled kid, all the kids are running out of there. The parents are calling 911 to get, like, the fire department in there. It's stuff like that, you know how it is. Um, uh, you already know, man. Like, uh, it, it's not great. So the fire department gets there. Thankfully, they're able to put out the fire. But the entire kind of, like, forest brush-type area, it's burned down. It's not looking good. You already know how that is. So, you know, fire department's there. And they're just, like, trying to figure out what happened. And, you know, they're, the parents are kind of explaining, yeah, this kid brought fireworks to the, uh, fireworks to the, uh, the, 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 the talent show. And believe it or not, fireworks in the talent show didn't go down that well because it, you know, shot backwards and burned down, you know, the entire school, not the entire school, the entire uh, forest. So, yeah, the kid got in a lot of trouble. I mean, the kid got in some trouble, but also it was more, okay, this kid's 15. How did he get access to fireworks, whatever, right? Turns out, you know, the spoiled kid's parents, like, had some, and they didn't, like, hide them from him properly. So it was a huge mess. I didn't get a ton of details of what exactly happened. I don't know, probably kid got some kind of punishment. Parents probably got in some trouble for having them, and then, you know... Probably had to, probably had to like do something to help recuperate the damage of the uh, that was done to the the forest or whatever. But uh, unfortunately, right, because this happened a long time ago for uh, for Bobby. Unfortunately, man, he hasn't done one of these since. Like he legitimately has not for the he's seventeen now. Has I mean, he's a little old now to do it. But you know, on his sixteen when he was sixteen, his parents were like, "Nah, we really shouldn't do it with the whole thing that happened last time." So. I mean, obviously, worst thing has happened was, like, the forest. They had to replant all these trees and stuff. However, also wasn't great for Bobby either because, yeah, there was no more uh, competitions after that, after the spoiled kid decided that he wanted to win so bad that he would essentially blow up the forest in a fireball, which is just wonderful. So we're going to call the subscriber who submitted the second story Hank. So if I had to give a title to this uh, to this story, it's going to be... I, and, like, if I was to title this as a YouTube video to get you guys interested, because I think you're going to find this one pretty interesting. The title would be, in quotation marks, I'm pregnant, <laughs> ex-girlfriend text or something like that. Yeah, so this is a very interesting one. Don't worry, it's still going to be relatively PG. I mean, it's a little bit PG-13-ish, so if that's not your thing, just just be aware. I mean, pre pregnancy it doesn't come from the storks. I'm not going to be the one who explains it to you. If you don't know, just wait for your parents. But anyways, right, I'm not going to have any weird details or anything. However, the story is still very interesting. So anyways, um, Hank, who we're going to call the subscriber in the story, and apologies if I said Hank for the subscriber in the last story. I'm, it's on my story sheet right now. The names are right next to each other. But we're calling the subscriber Hank. And anyways, Hank is a sophomore in college. And he has, you know, he goes to college kind of far away from where he lives. So whenever Hank goes back to his hometown, it, it's a good experience, you know. He gets to see all of his friends that he hasn't seen in forever again. He gets to, I mean, that's basically what he gets to do. And that's, that's really nice, right? And uh, anyways, right, you know, his friends, you know, he came back, you know, to his hometown. He's meeting up with all of his friends or whatever. They're having a good time. And one of his friends, who we're just going to call Ben, of course we're going to call him Ben, um, you know, who we're just going to call him Ben. He says, hey, man, like, I'm having a lot of people over Friday night. I'd love for you to come out. It's not like you're not going to know everyone, but the majority of people that you used to know will be there. You should totally show up. 
So obviously, you know, you know, Hank is like, yeah, man, of course, I'd love to go there. I, you know, I'd love to see you guys and it'd be cool to like, you know, hang out with you guys again. And it, it's been a long time since I've seen everyone at once. So sure enough, you know, Hank shows up there and he's like talking with all of his friends. It's a really good time. Even the people that he doesn't really know, they're friends with his friends. So it's like they mesh really easily, mesh really nicely, just really good stuff like that. And uh, another thing is like, Hank isn't like a millionaire, right? But it's kind of like known that Hank has this kind of like side business thing going. He's one of those guys who like got into drop shipping before it dried up or something like that. It's kind of known that, you know, Hank, while not being like a billionaire, he's not on a Forbes list or anything from his kind of like online or side businesses or whatever. I wasn't giving specific details. These are just guesses. But for some reason, they know that, you know, he's doing pretty well and he's doing pretty well for himself. It's not like he has like a trust fund or something. But, like, he somehow found a way to, like, make a decent amount of money. So that is an important detail for you to know. And it'll play an important role in the future. Just just listen, right? So anyways, Hank meets up with this girl that he never knew when he was, you know, when he lived here. And But he kind of recognized her name. It just seemed a little memorable. Um, uh, What Hank assumes is, you know, she just lived in the town but just didn't go to school with him and just... They just never happened to cross paths. And they hit it off really well. I mean, they hit it off. This doesn't go well, but uh, they hit it off really well. They're talking with each other. One of Hank's friends comes up to him after, not after the party, but after him and this girl stopped talking for like an hour or something. He's like, hey, man, like I was just talking with that, you know, that girl you're talking to. And Hank's like, yeah, dude, yeah. And he's like, I was just talking to one of her friends. She really likes you. And Hank's like, oh, okay. And, you know, he's, like, kind of gives him a wink and a nod, like, no, 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 she really likes you, man. And he's like, oh, oh, okay. Because Hank, you know, was honestly just having, like, a good conversation with her. But, you know, he, she she was a pretty girl. Like, you know, it is what it is, man. And I'm just going to leave out the the next bit of detail here. If you can make assumptions, you can make assumptions. Um... Let's just say that they expressed interest in each other um, and uh, did so kind of recklessly. Uh, but anyways, anyways, if you if that totally went over your head, that's fine. If you understand, you understand. It is what it is, right? So Hank, remember, Hank's is here for the summer. He doesn't have like an internship where he has to go somewhere else because he's working on his own kind of business type thing. And, and it's like online or whatever. So he has the ability to kind of be at home and chill with people, make his own hours or whatever. And two weeks later, he gets a text, and it's from a random number saying, hey, is this Hank? And, you know, Hank normally doesn't like responding to random numbers because a lot of times it's like, I don't know, scammers or spam or something. But when someone says, hey, is this, and then says your name, nine out of ten times, they're probably someone you know who just doesn't have your number and maybe got it from someone else and is just confirming that they typed it in right or they were given correct information. So Hank says, yeah, what's up? And, you know, this, the person responds, hey, this is, this is Kate, right? Um, this is Kate from, the, uh, from the, the party or whatever. He's like, oh, hey, Kate, how's it going? And she's like, hey, we got to talk. And uh, I've said this before. Whenever someone says, we got to talk, it's never like, hey, man, we got to talk. I just wanted to let you know that you're awesome. I really love spending. No, 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 no. I mean, maybe. Once every trillion times, 
maybe. That, that Even that's a little hopeful. When someone says they want to talk and they don't specify that it's like totally fine because people will say, oh, I, we got to talk. Oh, by the way, it's not, it's not a bad thing. That's different. But when someone just says ominously, we got to talk, dot, 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 like sad face or something, it's, it's, not, it's not great. It will never be great. And uh, Hank was really confused on what was going on or like what was even going to happen, right? So he is just like, yeah, what's up? He doesn't get a text back from her for like 10 minutes. So that was probably one of the most ominous 10 minutes. Hank had no idea what was coming, but he was like, yeah, no, this, this is not good. Like whatever it is, it's, it's definitely not like a great thing that's probably happened. That's just my assumption here. And that's when he gets a, a war and peace length novel type text. And the problem, like the text was super, 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 super long. But the very beginning of the text message says, I think I'm pregnant. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> okay. Um, maybe that wasn't the most serious way to address this, but uh, <laughs> this, you know that like the SpongeBob like wah, wah, sound effect. <laughs> Look, and there's, there's nothing wrong with like, in fact, you know, getting pregnant is probably, you know, it's miracle life, you know, great. But it's normally better when you want to. You know what I mean? It's normally better when you are prepared to, I should even say. You know? And Hank was not... Hank didn't know this girl. So Hank immediately, like, he's like, Oh my... Oh, oh, oh my God. Oh, oh no. Oh no. But he continues to read, like, the rest of it. And it goes on to be like, Hey, I know you don't know me. I know, like, uh, this is pretty crazy. Like, this is insane. I know. Look... I understand that, like, you're, you're busy, you're a business person, you don't even live around here, you don't even know me, like, I get it. And then she goes on to say, look, raising a child's pretty expensive, if you just kind of give me a lump sum up front, I won't bother you, like, we're chilling. And here's, right away, so Hank was, like, feeling terrified, up until the point where he read, like, if you give me a lump sum up front, that is, like, the the most, like, scammer way of doing, oh, just give me it all up front, man, I'll, I'll make you 10% back every single day, man, that just doesn't work, but, uh, yeah, so he reads that, and he's immediately, like, suspicious, red flag, whatever, so he doesn't text her back right away, he goes to go text his friend, and he sends a screenshot, his friend's like, holy shit, dude, and he's just like, oh, I'm not supposed to swear. It's family friendly. Sorry, guys. Um, uh, if you learned a new word today, tell your parents it was from the Bad Mouth TV and not the Connor Pugs YouTube channel. Anyways, he, and his friend's like, oh, my God, dude, like this, that, that's insane. And uh, sure enough, you know, he's like, OK, um, can you can you read it, though? Because I, I, I mean, his friend responded within like five seconds, meaning he just read the, the, the tagline. His friend responds, dude, that's really weird. Like, you know what? You chill. I'm going to go, like, talk to her friends or whatever because I got to get to, like, the bottom of this. So Hank is, like, this is, like, the most uncomfortable three hours of his life. He tries to go watch TV or videos or plays video games. He tries to do anything to distract himself, but it is incredibly difficult for obvious reasons. But that's when he gets a call from his friend, and he picks it up, and he's like, what's up? His friend's like, dude, you're not going to believe this. Like, I have, like, I went to her friends or who I thought were her friends, but apparently her friends just, com they completely like exposed her or whatever. L like, check your phone, check your phone. So Hank's like, oh, word, okay. So H Hank immediately feels a lot of relief because he's like, okay, she's definitely pulling something on me. And he looks at his phone 
And within, like, five seconds, he receives, like, five texts from his friend. Let's just call him Ben, right? Let's say he's the same friend as before. And it's screenshots of, like, this girl, you know, uh, I forgot what he called her. We're just going to call her girl. The girl's friends and this girl, you know, talking with each other. And the screenshots are basically, like, her her, her quote-unquote friends talking with her. And this girl is talking about how... How she, like, you know, she got with this, like, really rich business person and how she's going to, like, swindle him out of, like, 20 grand or something. And this is going to be the greatest heist of all time. And that her and her little girlfriends can go out on a shopping spree afterwards or whatever. Why did her girlfriends, um, why did they rat her out? I don't know. Maybe they just had some decency. <laughs> I, I honestly don't know. But when Hank sees this, he's like, oh, my God, like. That's that's insane. I never believed like something like this would ever happen. Like this is genuinely crazy. Thank you so much for going out of your way to figure this out for me. Like legit lifesaver. Thank you so much. It's basically what he said, right? And that's when, you know, Hank was like, all right, well, you know, this girl is trying to mess with me. You know, how do I mess with her back on this one? And uh, yeah, so basically, you know, Hank responds like, hey, he basically just wants to get a little bit more information. So he responds to her and it's like, hey. And she's like, hey, I'm so, like, I'm sorry to put that all on you. Like, are you okay? Trying to be all like fake nice or whatever when the truth is she was not great. Not a great person here. Um, so anyways, Hank is like, hey, so I just, I just need a little bit, a few more details, right? And she's like, sure, 100%. What do you need? And she was probably expecting like, what's your bank account so I can wire transfer you some money, right? But in fact, it was like, he's like, hey, can I see the, the, the pregnancy test? And she's like, oh, I, I already threw it out. And he's like, uh, that's a little weird. Like, can you take another one? She's like, it's really expensive. I can't. And he's like, well, if you actually are pregnant and we're going to go through with this, like, you'd be getting a lot of money. I don't think that'd be an issue. And she's like, you don't know how much it is to, like, raise a child, which, aside note, it's a ton of money to raise a child. That's why asking for 20 grand up front makes literally no sense because over time it's probably going to be a lot more than that. But whatever, right? So he's like, okay. He's like, and you're sure it like it was me and not someone else? And she's like, yes, yes, I'm 100% sure. Like, why can't you like see it from my point of view? Like, I will bring you to the courts or whatever. And then she started to get really aggressive like that. And uh, at this point, you know, she was like, uh, and this is where Hank was like, okay, time for me to play like, you know, the ace under my sleeve and basically just expose her. So what happens, right, is uh, he basically just sends her the text messages. Like, sure, a little bit kind of threw her friends under. Like, her friends probably didn't realize that she was going to be seeing her text messages sent back to her. But, you know, this girl, like, Hank sends this girl these messages, right, of just, like, basically proving that she's terrible, right? And basically proving that she was planning on faking a pregnancy to get 20 grand out of this guy to scam him for something that like an actual issue you know and uh she, she doesn't respond for an hour and then she responds back with this massive text paragraph whatever instead of like denying it because i think she realized that she was exposed enough she's like i'm so sorry i really need money to do x y basically a massive sob story and you know what hank does something so great he responds to the massive paragraph, basically being like, uh, give me the money anyways, with, you know, the iMessage uh, uh, pool app where it's like, do you want to play like uh, pool with me or whatever? He sent one of those. 
She obviously did not respond to that because I think she knew the gig was up. 